Hello and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Sean and Bessie and I'm here with Tracy Abramson, Sarah Eden, Esther Hatch, and today we have a special guest, Danny Tetri. Um, we have had Danny on once before. Some of you who listen to us may recognize her. Um, we loved having her so much that we couldn't wait to have her come back. And so um, since some of you may not be as familiar with her, let me introduce her to you and then you can get to hear all the wonderful things that she can share with us. So Danny is a Publishers Weekly and number one Amazon bestselling author, and she has sold nearly 800,000 copies of her novels, which is so many. <laughs> um, readers eagerly await her next releases because she combines page-turning adrenaline of a thriller with the chemistry and happy ever after of a romance. And as I said before, she is such a lovely person. We loved connecting with her. And so she seemed like the perfect person to have with us as we talk about making connections within the writing community. So thank you for coming, Danny, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. I love this podcast, so I'm super excited to be back with you all. Well, it's, it's just lovely to have you. And we know from comments that we've had on our social media that we have a lot of aspiring writers amongst our listeners. So can I ask you just right out of the gate, do you have any suggestions for how they might make connections within the writing community? Sure. Um, I think just based on my experience and some of my friends, when you're starting out, you definitely want to connect with other writers. Um, and I think two of the biggest ways to do that are conferences. And conferences can be really big and you know regional and pricey, or they can be local and smaller and still really helpful. Um, I guess I should say national, regional, and local. There's kind of three levels. Mm -hmm. So um, I attended um, a bigger one, ACFW, but I could only do that every few years, every three, four years. So I found ones that were more regional. Um, I found a great one in Philadelphia. I live in Maryland. So I found some that were drivable, that were very reasonable. And I think as aspiring authors, the conferences are great, not just for the workshops that you're learning in, but that you can really make some great connections. You might sit next to somebody at dinner. Um, I think one of the best ways to connect with people is volunteering. I think you can meet so many people through volunteering. And if a conference isn't in the works, or even if it is, there's writing organizations that I think are fabulous. And I think being part of those organizations, you start to develop uh, connections through online email loops and different things that the chapters offer. Some have local chapters too, uh, which can be really helpful. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. When I first started writing, this is going to date me, but probably uh, at least a few of us here may be able to relate to this. Um, really, your only options for for writing groups or writing organizations or critique partners were in person. My first couple of uh, writing groups, we met in person exclusively. That was how it's done. But uh, anymore, we're not really limited by geography. We you know we have a technology that connects us. I think especially over COVID, we discovered there are a lot of uh, great things that can be accomplished uh, online and using technology. So um, is that something that you 
you have been able to to use and utilize in the connections that you've made with with other writers? Absolutely. It's a really great point. And I think that really developed a lot over COVID. Um, so I have a writing retreat I run twice a year. And the first group that I ran it with, we've all they came back a second time. We've all kind of stayed connected. And so um, one of them made a Facebook group for all of us. And I said, you know, I'm writing. I'm not seeing people because of COVID. You know, does anybody want to hop on Zoom and we do some writing sprints? And it just started. So almost daily now, people in our group hop on and we just write with each other. Like, you know, sometimes we do writing sprints. Sometimes we just sit and quietly write or we brainstorm. But it's really amazing kind of the fellowship and community we have just from exactly what you said during COVID started it and now we love it. So we just keep going with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I noticed um, I developed some great relationships over COVID because we had to do it online and that opened up a whole new world of ways to connect within the author community. I also am part of a daily, well, week daily <laughs> sprint group that I don't log oh, into cool. quite often enough, but it has been kind of, I need like a new trick every time I write a book. So oh. that new trick has helped me a lot. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a great idea. Another thing that um, I've noticed that when I came into the community, um, for sure, the author connections, and I found them like so much like you did at conferences and sometimes family members even, but another group of people that I have come to know and love and rely on as an author is beta readers and reviewers. So they're not, they're in the author, they're in the writing and book community more than necessarily the, the author community, but they're really important people to connect with as well. So I assume, I'm gonna guess you probably use, have similar people in your life. And I'm curious how you have found those for mm -hmm. those writers out there that are looking, where do you make those types of connections? Sure. That's a great question. Yeah. So um, for years, I didn't actually use beta readers. Um, I have a mentor and I've always just kind of gone through her, but over the last few years, I've really started working with beta readers um, and I love it. Um, actually, I just got off with a beta reader um, on Zoom right before this because she was going over my latest book with me. Um, the way I found my beta readers is I have a core group who have been influencers for me over the years. And so I will reach out to some of them who I know are like, you know, strong readers. They, they're familiar with my books um, and they've been a great help. And then the other location for that would be my Facebook readers group because if they're in there, they're reading my books and I'll put out calls and I'll kind of get to know people first. And when I feel comfortable with someone and I know they're a strong supporter, I'll ask them to beta read. While reviewers is kind of a, a different area, um, but it, it's a great question. Um, I normally haven't reached out to them, but this latest book of mine, um, The Shifting Current, I did. I reached out to bookstagrammers um, that I followed, who I loved what they were doing, their podcasts, um, ones that just review, and I introduced myself, and some knew me, and some were, I was new to them, and I asked if I could send them a book. And I did, and a, a lot of reviews were generated that way. So I think just reaching out to people you respect, who you follow and enjoy is a, is a great way to try it. Yeah. I also, I, I didn't clarify exactly what a beta reader is, but um, for those listening that maybe haven't heard the term, it's someone who reads the book before it's ready mm -hmm. to go to print and kind of gives a, 
gives a few ideas of what's working, that what's not working. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said about, like, I don't think I've ever used a beta reader that I haven't had a personal connection with somehow mm -hmm. first. Yeah. So I think if you're trying to become a beta reader or a reviewer, I think the number one thing is to definitely like get to know that author's platform, their books. I would never send a book to someone who's never read any of my books, right. <laughs> which I sometimes get requests for that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, you think you might like my books? So, you know, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, yeah. That's so, true. You'll have reviewers yeah. reach out to you who like I've never heard of and, you know, say I review books for $80. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm going to no. pass on that. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's actually usually one of my first questions. Like, are you a reviewer who is going to charge me or because mm -hmm. I said, I only, there are plenty of people out there who want to review my books that would do it without charging. They're, that, this is what they do because they love books. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's all of us. We love those people who they're readers. Those are the important people mm -hmm. to us. Right. Agreed. So, and I know like beta readers are usually readers rather than, other author friends, mm -hmm. but I've been, I'm lucky that I live close enough to Danny that we were able to get together and have lunch on occasion and, and things like that. Um, so Danny, what are your favorite things to do when you're able to have those moments with your writer friends? Um, well, a couple different things. One, like you mentioned lunch. I love having lunch. I love that I found writers that are close enough to have lunch with because for a while there was like nobody I knew in the area and it's so much fun. Um, I have several friends I can meet with. Um, and then I also do writing retreats with other authors. So instead of a teaching retreat, um, a good friend and I are going away uh, the week after next for three days to this cabin in West Virginia. And we just hang out and talk and write and work on projects. It's very relaxing. Um, and then on the other end, um, sometimes it's a working retreat to an extent. So I have a new mastermind group that formed. And so we're going to do a retreat in conjunction with a conference or event. So there's just so many different ways you can spend time with other authors that kind of feed you creatively. And then, you know, you guys can kind of do a joint promotion. There's just a lot available there. What's a mastermind group, Danny? I, oh, okay. Yeah, yes. I just haven't heard. So no, absolutely. Yeah. I had not heard the term until a few years ago, but a mastermind group, from my understanding, is basically when you get a group of authors together who are very like-minded, who have different strengths. Um, so it's a multi-published group. All the ladies in it have different strengths. Some are very indie published, some are traditional, some are hybrid. Um, and we're all there to kind of support one another. So we will brainstorm, we will work on promotion stuff. We'll talk about the publishing industry. And so it's kind of like a, I don't know, cohort, if you think of it that way. Um, and so we'll zoom throughout the year and then we'll do at least one or two events together in person. Awesome. So, yeah. So, cool. so is that, sorry, say it's similar to like we've talked about mentor relationships. In fact, last time you were on the podcast, you're talking about mentoring. Mm -hmm. I love this idea with the masterminds. It's rather than a mentor mentee uh -oh. relationship. I, I can't even think of the right words. <laughs> this is why we no, have, mentors. but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. you're all in the same place. Yes. So it's, it's a support system, but in a different way. And we all need different types of support. So yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm very excited yeah. about it. A friend had mentioned hers and I was like, you know, 
that's something I've been wanting to do for a while. And so I reached out to some friends and they recommended a couple friends and we ended up getting a good group of ladies and I'm really excited about it. So that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So will most of your discussion feature the non-writing portion of writing or will you also be brainstorming writing ideas? It'll be both. It'll be both. Yeah. Like one, we kind of did it the one, like we, we're calling it two events. So one event will be where everybody kind of gets a half a day in the hot seat to work on whatever they want to work on brainstorming, marketing, you know, whatever it is that they need help with. And then the other one will be in conjunction with like a conference or an event that we can go to and learn at and then discuss more of the business marketing side. So it's kind of a combo of the two. Oh, that sounds great. I love that. I know. So now we all need to start our own. We're all going to do it. I put in my mastermind group. I want to put Sarah in the hot seat. (laughs) That would be the best part. We just won't ever let her off it. Oh, Oh, well, thank you so much, Danny, for sharing your insights with us. We just love the connection that we've made with you. And We hope that our listeners have now made an even greater connection with you too. So would you tell us where our listeners can find you both on social media um, and online in any area, and then maybe a little about what you're working on right now? Sure. Um, First, thank you so much for having me. I love being on this podcast. Um, It's so much fun. So thank you. Um, Readers can find me online. My website is dannypetri.com. Instagram is just at author Danny Petri and Facebook is Danny Petri and Twitter is Danny Petri. So um, those are where I'm available as to what I'm working on. I'm on the final edits of the first book in my new Jeopardy fall series. It's called one wrong move and it will release in February of 2024. And it's about a family of private investigators set out in the Southwest. So it's, different for me and i'm having a lot of fun with it that's awesome that's yeah that sounds so great and to have a beginning of a new danny petri series is even more exciting (laughs) so thank you so so much thank you thank you for being with us and thank you also listeners we uh we enjoy spending this time with you um what are your favorite ways to connect what do you do with your friends let us know in the comments and um If you're listening to us on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe to our channel, and we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of Between the Lines.